0: You are listening to The Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Hey guys, I just want to set a little context for today's episode of the mindful minute. I have many listeners that listen from outside the country. And so I just want to set some context for what we're talking about this evening. I am recording this podcast on Monday, June 1st, 2020. And we are in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, and there's quite a bit of divisiveness and arguing about the very issues of this pandemic in our country. And then on top of that, we are unfortunately struggling with tremendous unrest around the racism in our country. And as we speak, there are protests happening in cities across the country. This feels very present, very huge, and very much needing our attention. And so while we'll be talking about this 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 evening, I'm sure in many other countries, this is an issue too. And if it's not specifically racism, issues of oppression, issues of discrimination, issues of divisiveness or otherness pervade our world. And so I hope that you're able to take some comfort, some ideas, some practices from this evening's talk, regardless of the issues that you are currently facing in your particular hometown. Let's jump into today's episode. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys so much for practicing with me tonight. I am um, beyond uplifted to see your faces and really humbled to get to sit and share practice with you guys this evening. You know, I tried really hard to find the source of this quote that I think I read at some point in my meditation life. And I don't remember who wrote it, and I don't even remember the words, and I can't find it no matter what I do. I have been looking and looking. But essentially, the quote said something along the lines of, to practice meditation eventually is to experience the great heartbreak of the world. And I remember reading that and feeling scared, feeling like, Oh, I, that's, that's not what I signed up for. Like, I'm not sure that's what I'm here to do, right? I don't want to feel any pain. I'm trying to be happier or have less stress or, you know, a million other reasons that we might come to meditate. And what I didn't get from that quote when I first read it was that it wasn't a choice and it wasn't like I had to choose to suddenly feel more or be more compassionate. It was just by the act of returning to a meditation practice over time and over years that we begin to settle deeper and deeper into our own hearts. So much so, and it's settling into our own hearts in such a subtle way, because really what we're doing in the beginning is we're just feeling our own stuff, We're feeling our own emotion and discovering things that maybe we've numbed out to in the past or ignored in the past. And now we're getting more comfortable feeling our feelings. And the byproduct of that is we also, in some vague ways, become more comfortable feeling what else is happening in the world that we need to be awake to, that we need to be able to feel and stay present for and be with. And I was listening to a meditation teacher earlier today, actually, who said the important thing to remember right now is that the ability to feel pain is its first step in liberation. The ability to feel pain is a first step towards liberation. And it is because we're no longer confined to this little safe box where we say, if I just stay here, nothing will hurt me. I'll be okay. My world won't crumble. Everything will look nice. I'll be safe. And when we have such a tiny, tight little box to live in, it's really difficult to feel free, right? Because at any moment, we might bump into one of the walls and send it crumbling down. So as we start to let ourselves say, okay, I'm strong enough to feel this, okay, I'm strong enough to stay awake to this. It brings with it a sense of, now I can stretch out my arms. Now I can stand up. Now I can kick my leg out in rage and know that it's not walls that are crumbling, right? Those aren't protecting me. I've got the space to do what I need to do. So there's... a. Buddhist nun named Pema Chodron. And she has written a myriad of books. I encourage you to go Google her name and look at the title of her books because it's literally like for the last 50 years, she's been writing books for this moment. Because all of them, all of her books have to do with fear, uncertainty, anger, trust, like all of these Big emotions and the ones that we kind of clump into the I don't want to feel it category or I'm scared of it category. These are, this is what she's been writing about for her life as a meditation teacher. And the quote I brought for tonight from her is to stay with that shakiness, to stay with a broken heart, with a rumbling stomach, with a feeling of hopelessness and wanting to get revenge. That is the path of true awakening. Sticking with that uncertainty, getting the knack of relaxing in the midst of chaos, and learning not to panic. This is the spiritual path. She doesn't write anything about changing it or fixing it or being better about it. She just writes about staying. And if you're familiar with the story of the Buddha's enlightenment, it is almost identical. And that story, to paraphrase it very much so, is simply that this man who has set out to become enlightened, you know, from years and years and years, does everything and nothing works. And eventually he decides he's just going to try one more time. And he sits under a tree. And he vows that he will not get up until he's enlightened. And Mara, who is the personification of temptation and struggle and fear, Mara shows up and throws everything at this man. Everything, every temptation, every horror, every fear possible. And he does not get up. He just stays. And he says, I see you. I see you Mara, I see you Mara. And as day broke, he achieved enlightenment. And I tell that story not to talk about some pseudo spiritual head in the clouds, I'm gonna leave this world enlightenment. But I'm talking about the enlightenment that we need right now in this moment, which is to say that we are awake. And that we are taking the energy that is here in this moment and using it in the wisest ways possible. Right? We're talking about enlightenment in the sense that we are bringing to light what we actually expect this world to look like. We're bringing to light what we expect people to treat each other like. And so when we practice, I really invite you to Hold space for this practice not to be an escape, but rather to be a firming of your presence, almost like you are shoring yourself up so that you have even more to stay present for, right? With a steadier foundation. I didn't know what practice to teach tonight. You know, I thought through all the meditation practices that I've done and learned. And I thought, God, what should I offer? What will be the most helpful? And I don't know. The answer is I don't know. But I went with what the Dalai Lama said <laughs> because I figured he might know, right? And the Dalai Lama was interviewed recently and he mentioned um, the Chinese communist who tortured and killed his Tibetan brothers and sisters. And, you know, he's known for having compassion, even towards these people that hurt him and hurt his people and forced him into exile. And so the interviewer said, well, what do you practice? And the Dalai Lama said he practices Tonglen. So this is what we're going to practice tonight, too. Tonglen is a compassion practice. And it's, I think, particularly potent for a couple of reasons. The first of which is you can practice with anyone. And so, you know, when we practice Metta, which I know a lot of you guys are familiar with, I teach Metta a lot. That's one that I really rely on in my day-to-day practice. But with Metta, there's a, a very prescribed order of beings that you practice with. Right, And if you're really doing the full practice, you're starting with yourself, you're going through loved ones, then neutral people, and then difficult people. But with Tong Lin, you can go anywhere you want to go. So sometimes you might be doing Tong Lin for yourself, compassion practice for yourself, because you need it. Sometimes you might be doing it for somebody that you love and you're worried about, somebody that you are really struggling with or anybody in between, right? You get to pick who this practice is for. And is it for just one person? Is it for a group of people? Is it for the world in general? You get to pick. And then the actual practice, what we're doing here tonight, in essence is, as we breathe in, we are drawing in the suffering of this being that you've chosen to practice with, yourself, somebody you know, somebody you don't know. You're drawing in their suffering, not to hold on to it, not to carry it around as your own, but to transform it. So we draw this in with our in-breath, and on the out-breath, what we're sending out is compassion. And we do this, the reason we can do this is because our practice, every meditation we've done, essentially what it's doing is creating inside each of us an open vessel of love. An open vessel of love. And I really want you to hear the word open because I do not want you to do this practice, hold on to all the pain that is in the air right now and then try to go to bed. That is not the work. We are an open vessel of love. So we are able to draw that in and send out something completely fresh and new. And so we do this practice. And the idea is not just idea, but really truth shown in studies that compassion practices fortify us. Compassion practices, whether they're done for ourselves, whether they're done for people we love, whether they're done for people that we really struggle with. They fortify us. They strengthen our set of inner knowing. It strengthens our sense of resilience and our ability to keep breathing, to keep practicing and keep staying awake in the midst of the heartbreak of the world. Yeah. So let's practice together tonight. We're going to do about 20 minutes, and I will, of course, guide it as always. If at any point this practice feels too intense because it's a compassion practice or simply because this is a super intense moment, if it's too intense, you stop, you open your eyes, feel your feet on the earth, and take a couple of deep breaths. Remind yourself where you are, that you're safe, And you can either choose to go back into the practice when you feel steady, or you can simply remain just still, eyes open, breathing, and letting yourself settle. Okay? Okay. So go ahead and take a moment to find a comfortable seat. So if you've had your legs crossed, you might uncross your legs and cross them the other way. If you're seated in a chair like me, you'll have your feet flat on the earth. Hands down by the sides or on your lap. And when you're ready, you could let your eyes close. If that feels too intense today, always you're welcome to take a soft gaze down towards the earth. And together as a group here, take a deep breath in. Exhale out a sigh. And we'll do that once more, just inhaling deeply and gathering yourself up right here in this moment. Exhale, let it go. And allowing your breath just to fall to its own natural pace. Taking a moment to just feel the simple ease of sitting and breathing. And you might notice your seat in the chair or cushion beneath you, relaxing your hips, relaxing your thighs. And subtly, you might lift up and lengthen the crown of the head so that you feel tall, you feel awake. Muscles through the face, relax forehead smoothing out and broadening especially that space between the eyebrows the skin around the eyes softens the lips, the jaw, the tongue We just gently do our best to let these areas relax. So throughout the face, we're releasing any clenching or any gripping. You might swallow once or twice just to feel the throat relax. Send a few breaths out across your shoulders. And if you can, you can relax them. And if you can't tonight, you might just notice where that tension resides. Feel a few breaths move down through the chest. And down through the belly. Taking care to relax the muscles in the belly. And it's here with this strong back and the soft front that we turn our awareness to the breath and just for a moment feeling the air that you draw in on the inhale and feeling the air as it moves out on the exhale Today, we'll be doing something specific with our breath. And so you'll just have your awareness right on your nose, feeling the breath as you draw it in and release it out. And without actually doing anything, I want you to feel this next inhale as if it was coming in just the left side, just that left nostril breathing in. And as you breathe out, you're breathing out the right nostril. You don't need to use your hands, this is just in your mind. Inhaling in the right side now. And exhaling out the left side. Just following this pattern for a bit, inhaling in the left nostril. and exhaling out the right nostril inhaling in the right and exhaling out the left continuing to follow this pattern for just another minute or two might notice here as you breathe in, that inhale peaks right at the midpoint of the brain before you exhale back out, almost as if your breath was drawing an inverted V with the point right in the center of your brain. And perhaps you'll notice if you can feel or sense a bit of light riding on this breath. And feeling right at that midpoint of the brain a warm and golden light just filling. and expanding our individual open vessels of love. and as you feel lit and awake from the inside out you can let go of that alternate nostril breath and just feel now as you breathe in that breath is coming directly into the center of the chest and as you breathe out you're breathing directly out from the center of the chest as if you could breathe from the heart space itself as you feel the heart fully awakened it's here that you can bring to mind whomever you'll practice for this evening whether that's yourself whether it's a specific person or a group of people with a strong back and a soft front. Bring this being or beings to mind. As you breathe directly into the center of your heart space, you're drawing in their suffering. Feeling it transformed in the light of your heart and as you breathe out, what you're breathing out for this being or beings, is compassion we're going to settle into about 10 minutes of silence here and to the best of your ability we'll just stay with this practice Breathing directly into the center of the chest, drawing in, suffering. Breathing directly out from the center of the chest. Breathing out compassion. And if you get lost... Sidetracked, you simply notice that and you come right back to feeling that breath in and out at the center of the heart. And if it feels too much, you can always let it go sooner. Gradually feeling your breath deep in here. Feeling the fullness of your next inhale, your next exhale. And today, let's draw our palms together. Rub your hands together quickly. So you're building heat and friction between your palms. And do this until you feel a lot of warmth, a lot of energy. When you do, place one hand and then the other right atop your heart. Feeling that warmth move through skin, through bone, until it's infusing the very heart itself. Taking just one more breath here. Feeling the power and uniqueness of your open vessel of love. Bowing to yourself. Bowing to your practice. Bowing to your strength. Let's take a full breath in. And exhale out. (sighs) Namaste. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would take time to leave a review or share this with somebody you think would enjoy it. To learn more about my in-person and virtual offerings, visit MerylArnett.com or check me out on Instagram at Merrillarnett. Thanks, y'all. See you next week.